Hey, you guys, welcome back. In recent years, there has been a global pandemic. And I'm not talking about COVID 19, I'm talking about plastic surgery. I'm gonna share my thoughts on it. Overall, I'm not really against it. Growing up in LA, you do see a lot of, I wouldn't even say women, like younger, you know, girls about to enter womanhood, getting nose jobs, Botox. It's kind of normal. I'm not saying that everyone in my high school had plastic surgery, but I did see it here and there. Not intense procedures, but you know, a minor correction on the nose or some Botox around the eyes. Apparently, I read somewhere that the earlier you start Botox, the better. If you keep on it, or however often one would need an update, then it tends to work much better in the longer run. That's what I heard. Now, I don't know, I'm not an expert. I'm just saying that I would see it here and there. When I entered my 20s, I wasn't really turned on by the idea of Botox and plastic surgery and more so to do with me. But to a certain extent, I didn't really like to see it overdone on someone's face. Minor things like Botox or a small correction on the nose didn't really bother me because I was used to seeing that. But the facelift and the brow lift and all that, it was just extra. <laughs> <laughs> However, as I got older, I began to be more and more accepting of it. Now, here is why. I came to an area where I thought maybe in your late 30s, early 40s, perhaps a facelift, if one felt the need to get one, would be fine. As opposed to someone in their mid 20s getting a facelift, it's you don't really need it, I don't think. I mean, there, what skin is there to pull when you're that young? So, certain things like that, I started looking at it differently in terms of age and what. What era would be appropriate for particular surgeries? You know, on YouTube, I mainly follow dermatologists. I'm more into skincare and, and sunscreen and things like that, face wash. I'm more concerned with restoring my youth in that sense, but also, you know, I did get to a point where I was like, maybe I'd be open to getting Botox at some point in my life. I'm getting older, not looking the way I did when I was 20. No one does. So mainly, I follow dermatologists, but there are a few. Plastic surgeons that I kind of peek into every now and then just because I'm curious, you know? And again, like I got to a point where I was open to considering Botox. Not that I can afford to get Botox right now, but in the future, you know, maybe once I'm 35, I'll keep my options open. However, During the search of this, Candace Owens popped up on my feed. And in this video, I'm gonna link it down below so you guys can watch it. She's talking about plastic surgery and fillers and all that. And she played this woman's TikTok. What the woman was saying in the TikTok was that her friend, who's a doctor, told her that Botox can lead to dementia and that when women get their brain scans, it shows up in the jaw area, accumulates there. You know me, I had to dig a little bit. So, you know, lately, plastic surgery has been on the rise. When you look into pop culture, like for instance, our supermodels of today are certainly not the supermodels of the 90s or even the mid 2000s. I grew up loving Erin Wasson. She's one of my, if not my favorite model of all time. Time. She was the it girl, still to me is the it girl, aged like a fine wine, and living her best life in south of France now. When you look at photos even of her from like, you know, the mid to or the 2010s, and when you look at photos of Kate Moss in the 90s and Naomi Campbell, it was all very minimal makeup, very exotic features. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can tell these women got scouted out of the street, like somebody hunted for them. Well, nowadays, in the world of modeling and the way 
way that it's infused with Instagram, a lot of these girls, like our top models of today, are products of wealthy families. Just because you are a part of a rich family doesn't mean you're going to be born with these high cheekbones and skinny long legs, like naturally. Like, not everyone is born that way. That's why in the world of modeling, these women specifically were scouted. It's a particular look, whether you like it or not. That's just, you know, I'm just talking about the runway stuff that we're used to seeing. The models of today, even though they do possess, you know, the high cheekbones, the catty eyes, you know, the striking noses, a lot of that is a product of plastic surgery. A lot of these models, you know, the Kendall Jenners and the Bella Hadids, they're not born in the faces that they strut in. You know what I'm saying? Like, those aren't natural features. They did not naturally age the way that they are being photographed in. So I heard about cool sculpting recently and how like a lot of these celebrities can just have a baby and then they go and they get cool sculpting done or whatever and then boom, they're skinny overnight or however long it takes to kick in, maybe a few weeks, but they get help. Everything from their face to their stomach. There's a lot of people that are honest about it. Like Cardi B's been pretty open about her procedures. Bella Hadid recently said she regretted getting a nose drop not all of them are full of shit but like you get what I'm getting to it's not a natural look it's not like with the models that were iconic in the 90s and in the you know the 2010s even in the 80s the 60s like the imans and all those like we're living in a new age here aside from all this I do believe that modeling now is also affected by nepotism something that wasn't necessarily that affected by maybe a decade prior like Hollywood the modeling industry has also been hijacked so you get to inherit that now if you're lucky enough to be in that position. I stand five too, so <laughs> I never even thought about pursuing that. There's no fucking way. And I respect the runway. I cringed when I saw, I think it was for a Valentino or it could have been Balenciaga actually, but Kim Kardashian walked their show. And I'm like, dude, she's fucking, we, everybody knows that she's short as hell in real life. Kendall, it makes sense. She's tall, right? But Kim does not belong on a runway. I'm sorry. It's way too short. Nicole Kidman was also featured on it. Like they had famous faces on there too. But even Nicole Kidman, she's really tall. It's just like there is a, there's a silhouette for a reason for the runway. You should be tall to walk the runway. Anyway, I'm going off topic here. Around 2017, 2018, I really started noticing that there's been a rise in plastic surgery left and right. And it's not just like this the boob job or the typical botox that i saw growing up it is like facelifts major rhinoplasties brow lifts lip fillers overly filled lips i've been seeing a lot of that lately i couldn't help but think like this is also a pandemic mostly affecting women some men do it too but mostly affecting women whatever do you if you want to be happy if that's what's going to make you feel confident then go for it but after seeing that candace owens video researchers now are discovering that a potential effect from long-term use of botox can lead to dementia that's pretty scary you know that's like neurological right there i'm not trying to fuck with my brain by the way you ever wonder how those models obtain those cheekbones I did a quick Google search and there's a procedure for that. It's called buckle fat removal. The definition of buckle fat removal, according to Google, says removing this fat can highlight the bone structure in your face, especially your cheekbones and the hollowed out areas between your cheeks and jawline. This procedure is also sometimes called a cheek reduction. Yeah, dude. Some of you ladies out there, they're like, oh my God, I want the cheeks. I'm telling you, you can pay for it. I'm not saying all these models have it, but I know Margaret Robbie definitely got the buckle fat removal. 
You know, as you get older, and if you maintain a certain weight, eventually the fat from under your high cheekbone will go away on its own. It's just a natural part of aging. When I was younger, I had a big round face full of life and I lost some weight. And as I got older, I noticed like my cheeks are a bit more defined than they were even four years ago. So naturally that goes away on its own. And when you remove that fat that eventually goes away with aging, you tend to get a much older look. And by the time you're 35, you can look sexy and mature, but you will look like you're 47 because of the buckle fat removal. So according to a lot of videos on YouTube from these plastic surgeons, and I'll put some links in the bottom, almost all of them do not recommend the buckle fat removal. When you look at someone like Nicole Kidman, whose face kind of looks puffy, another good example is Gwen Stefani. I don't know if they got the buckle fat removal, but what happens is once you get to a certain age and you start to look more and more gaunt due to less tissue in your cheeks, they get filler to like fill the areas that make up for the fat loss, which is another procedure that's not recommended because what that does is it puffs up your face and it just, humans do not age this way and it's very, very hard to conceal. So it's a very noticeable alien-like look and it's not flattering. Anyway, I'm not trying to shade anyone. I'm just saying like, can't ignore the obvious and maybe this is, a sign that maybe we should just be happy with ourselves and embrace what we were born with and put that out there more as opposed to paying for things that are just gonna wind up making us look weird in the longer run. Don't get me wrong, there are exceptions. I'm going down the rabbit hole here, I know, but hear me out. Megan Kelly is a really great example of somebody who aged quite well. You know, she gets Botox every year, but for the most part, no major surgeries. You know, she just kind of took good care of her skin, maintained a certain weight, and I think that's a good example of somebody aging really well. Helen Mirren is another one. So you don't have to go all the way out there with surgery. Maybe if you got a minor procedure done here and there and then like Botox for the most part, then I think that's a good look in the longer run. That's just my opinion on more my preference or if I was in that position, you know what I'm saying? I mean, now with this dementia data, I don't know you guys, that's kind of scary. Is plastic surgery truly a pandemic amongst women right now? There's this website called Global Newswire. I'll link this in the bottom. According to this statistic of Cosmetic Surgery Global Market Report 2022, it states, the global cosmetic surgery market is expected to grow from 39 billion to 40 billion in 2022 at a compound annual growth rate of 4.3%. The cosmetic surgery market is expected to grow 48.84 billion in 2026 at a rate of 4.7%. Cosmetic surgery includes skin tightening and improving the appearance of the skin, adjusting facial features, and adding or removing hair. Okay, so I thought, holy shit, those are insane fucking numbers. And these are billies, you guys. That's a lot of women getting shit done. And I'm sure some of you listening to this are like, Maya, please, you don't speak for everybody, which I don't, but I'm just saying that was a bit juicy. So I decided to further go down the rabbit hole. I'm like, what are people getting? And I wonder who's getting what around the world? Can't just be Americans. Well, I came across a website called Plastic Surgery Changes and Spa Artistry with Precision. One of the tabs that I clicked provided a chart and the chart is titled 10 Most Popular Types of Plastic Surgery Around the World. It's listed 1 to 10, and I'm going to read what people are getting and where. <laughs> so get a lot of this. One is breast augmentation. Uses breast implants or fat to increase the size of the breasts. Improves symmetry of breasts. In 2013, 290,000 breast augmentation surgeries were performed in the U.S., making it the top country for this type of procedure. So Americans love boobies. Next, 
Two, we have nose reshaping, rhinoplasty. Refines the appearance and proportion of the nose, can correct impaired breathing due to structural defects in the nose, which this is why I'm, I can get behind the rhinoplasty if it's for like a medical reason. I've heard it saved a lot of people's lives and improved their breathing. And anyway, recent data indicates China ranked first among countries where rhinoplasties is being performed, followed by Japan, South Korea, and Brazil. Next, Three, we have eyelid surgery. I don't know how to pronounce this. Blepharoplasty? Mm, I don't know. So the eyelid surgery states, improves the appearance of upper and lower eyelids, can treat drooping upper lids and puffiness in lower lids. In Asia, where 50% of the population have no upper eyelid fold, the Asian double, double fold procedure creates a distinct upper eyelid fold. I never knew that. I never would think that. I'm just that ignorant. I had no idea. Anyways, four, liposuction. Reshapes various areas of the body by eliminating fat deposits, enhances the body's contours and proportion. Nearly 364,000 liposuction surgeries were performed in 2013, and the U.S. still ranks as top country for this procedure. I guess when you see those celebrities that just give birth and then they lose weight right away, I mean, that could be part of it, the liposuction. I know that's separate from cool sculpting, but it's its own thing. Five, Tummy tuck. All right, this one states, removes excess fat and skin around the abdomen, creates a smoother, flatter abdominal profile. Tummy tucks are popular in Australia, where the price of the procedure may range from $6,000 to $10,000. Damn, that's expensive. Okay, the tummy tuck. Six, facelifts. Resuspends the skin to remove signs of aging around the neck and face. It is used to treat face sagging, deep creases along the nose, and loss of skin tone. Brazil remains a top destination for facelifts, and it often is less expensive to receive a facelift in Brazil than in the United States. Hmm, good to know. Not that I was looking to get a facelift, but this is interesting, right? It really changes the way I'm going to judge the media in foreign countries now. I knew that something was going on in Russia. I guess it's everywhere. Anyways, seven, breast lift. Raises and firms the breasts designed to rejuvenate a person's figure by providing a more youthful breast profile. The American Society of Plastic Surgeons, ASPS, notes the number of breast lifts in the United States grew 70% between 2000 and 2013. It remains a popular procedure in the U.S. A lot of this data ends at 2013. And then based on the numbers that we were reading on Cosmetic Surgery Global Market Report 2022, I'm sure that these numbers are double at least by today's standards. I mean, I'm not good at math, but I can only assume because everything seems to end at 2013. So I didn't realize this before. All right, so just keep that in mind. Eight, dermabrasion. Dermabrasion is an aggressive method of removing lip lines and acne scarring. Can be used to remove precancerous growths. There are at least 358 clinics in 25 countries worldwide that offer dermabrasion support. This I can get behind. This is pretty cool. I want to get dermabrasion. Next, nine, forehead or brow lift. This is where the juice is. Designed to reverse the effects of gravity by tightening soft tissues on the forehead raises the forehead to a youthful, more alert position. Forehead or brow lifts are common in the U.S. and the average cost of the procedure was 3201 in 2014. These are fucking expensive. Now, I bet with inflation, that's way higher in today's prices. Jesus Christ. 10. Ear surgery. Autoplasty. Improves the shape, position, or proportion of the ear. Can be used to treat large ears or protruding ears. Ear surgery is popular in the UK, where financial support is available for some residents. Interesting. 
Well, I'm assuming that these uh, statistics are dated, but I went ahead and linked it in the descriptions so you guys can look into it yourself. It's an interesting rabbit hole to go down. Now, I'm not trying to shade anyone that has plastic surgery because that's a shitty thing to do. Imagine like talking shit about someone who was already unhappy before and then they get surgery to just boost something up just for someone to tell them, well, it's fake. I bet that doesn't feel good, you know? So the empathetic side of me is like, to be honest with you guys, I'm not close with anyone or know anyone with major over-the-top surgery, but I can only imagine, you know what I'm saying? So you got to throw some empathy out there for people. However, it's very important to be honest about it, not to some stranger or to someone like me who gives a fuck, right? But when you find a partner, you must tell your partner you got work done only if you plan on having children with them because whoever the person is decides to have a kid with you and you know they're gonna wind up being surprised when the once the kid is born it's like wait this isn't their face you can also be the guy who got work done in this situation because now plastic surgery is rising in men as well it's fucking crazy it's not as large as the female number but it's happening so just be flat out and honest and this is only if you are considering having a child with your partner just you know if you are planning to have a kid if you're not then whatever some things are better left unsaid and i support that anyways you guys um, i hope you enjoyed my little rabbit hole i went down i'm not gonna read any headlines today because um I just don't want to, but I did drop the links to my research in this episode in the description. So if you're interested, look into it. I mean, it's not like breaking news stuff, but there is definitely a spike in uh, plastic surgery for sure. I'm not the only one that sees it. Maybe also too, because I live in LA and like, you know, the algorithm, it's giving me a bunch of plastic. It's giving me a bunch of Barbie. Speaking of Barbies coming out, who better to play Barbie than Margot Robbie? Is it Margot or Margot? You know what? I think I'm going to watch it. She's a fantastic actress, by the way. She can fucking act. I'm glad Hollywood is giving her a shit ton of roles and milking her that way. And you know what? I think she's going to wind up being like a Meryl Streep. I think she will continue with like the Helen Mirren legacy. She's She has a talent to back it up. So shout out to Margot, if that's how you pronounce her name. You know, shout out to her because um, she's killing it. All right, you guys. Thanks for giving that a listen. Until next time.